My housemate Ben, in the spring of 2008, went to a car boot sale in Scarborough. He bought a reel-to-reel player. And that reel-to-reel player came with a reel-to-reel tape. Here we are. Unexpected strangers from the future, listening to their private world. The sound of a family having a gathering. Rather crazy, eccentric, fun-loving Italian called Joe. Ken. Audrey. Uncle Leslie. Auntie Shishi. Short for Sheila, maybe? David. Could that be the baby? Clues are coming in here. We're piecing this together. I want to find them, I want to track them down, maybe even speak to them. Taking part in this play is Stephen Mainprise, David Cooper, Dawn Roper and Lindsay Watson. I can find people called Stephen Mainprise and David Cooper who come from the Scarborough area, get in touch with them and try and explain the situation. Hello, is that Stephen? Speaking. David Cooper, Lindsay Watson and a Dawn Roper. Any of that ring any bells? Yeah, all of them. Really? All of them, yeah. So it may be that the tape recording belongs to David Cooper then, maybe? He died, apparently. David Cooper, 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 Is that the voice of David Cooper? Possibly aged 10 or 11? Recorded in 1971? I don't know. Yesterday was a bit of a revelation, wasn't it? If you haven't listened to the previous four dollops, or certainly the last dollop, I'd urge you to go back and listen. I did a quick recap there, but that's just a very quick recap because I don't want to keep explaining the whole car boot sale, reel-to-reel player thing every single dollop. I'm having a bit of a walk. I've got a lot to mull over, and I need to be moving. It helps my mind think through things. Before we go any further... Obviously yesterday's revelation was that David Cooper, who may well be responsible for the recording that brought me to Stephen Mainprise, that may be his voice that we just heard there, saying his own name, presumably practising for a class play at school and introducing the people that he was doing this play with. Regardless of whether that voice is or isn't David Cooper's, we found out yesterday that David Cooper died. Now that this has happened, it kind of puts a different complexion on things, maybe. Maybe in the future this might be, or maybe is being listened to right now, uh, family members... Um, or people who knew David Cooper and I just wanted to kind of make reference to that because obviously they are are real people because, you know, it could be a little bit upsetting so I didn't know that was going to happen, obviously but I just wanted to make reference to that because yesterday's David Cooper dying announcement sort of just made me think a bit about the fact that these are real people that we're dealing with who didn't ask me to publish their private recording on the internet. So yeah, I'm aware of that. And I'm also aware that yesterday, I essentially published my conversation with Stephen Mainprice without really getting his permission. I mean, I did say in the phone call that I will publish this on the blog, if that's alright. And I don't know if he necessarily knew that that recording was being published, so... But... There was no way I wasn't going to push that recording. That's the thing. I had to, you know, that had to be on the dollop as far as I was concerned. I kind of had some empathy for what it must be like for certain journalists now. You know, it must be so frustrating when you've got to get clearance and things like that. And you just think, this is the best bit. I need to get this bit out. It wouldn't have been the same if I'd have said, oh, yeah, I managed to speak to Stephen Main Prize, and this is what he said. What worked so well yesterday was the whole drama of it. It didn't seem like Stephen Mainprice had anything to do with that recording when we rang him up. And I could have left it there, but I didn't leave it there. I thought, I'm going to say some of the names of the other people, and all of them resonated with him. And the fact that there was somebody else there who works with him, who was in the same class, was pretty amazing as well, and added to the drama. And I thought, I've got to... You know, there's no way I'm not playing that out. But I didn't really explain that to Stephen, and I didn't say, this is going out, do you mind... Because cause I thought he might say no. I thought he might say no, and I thought, I can't... I need this. <laughs> I don't I don't have anything else, Stephen. I don't have a relationship. This, essentially, this investigation is my relationship replacement. 
this is stopping me from falling into deep depression, Stephen, if you're listening. So I apologise. But, you know, I'm just going for the sympathy vote. Don't worry, listeners. It's not really. I'm just, I'm just saying this for Stephen, in case he's annoyed at me. Stephen, this is, you know, this is the only thing that's getting me through life right now. Anyway, so it's kind of a bit of an apology. I don't even know if Stephen's listening. And as you may have gathered from this, that I haven't actually heard from Stephen yet. I emailed him last night, as I said I would. I mean, in fairness, if he's read my email and he's clicked on my website and he suddenly sees a blog entitled In Search of Stephen Main Prize and I've essentially done a whole blog about looking for Stephen Main Prize, he might be a little bit intimidated by that. So yesterday was very interesting. We're definitely closer to finding out who this family are. That is for sure. It would be a massive coincidence if there was a Stephen Main Prize. I mean, he said what an uncommon name it was. It'd be a bit of a coincidence if all of those people, Dawn Roper, Lindsay Watson, David Cooper, happened to be in that class, and it was a different class, in Scarborough, and it wasn't the same David Cooper, Stephen Main Prize, Lindsay Watson and Dawn Roper. I think that would be a bit of a coincidence. I think we can say... It's not conjecture, it's not a hunch. I think we can pretty definitely say we're getting somewhere. I feel as if I'm a little reliant on Stephen to get back in touch with me. No, Stephen, don't even think about asking for money. There's no budget. The dollar doesn't have a budget. I don't even... He's thinking, oh, how much can I get out of David? He's a folk singer. He's going to have loads of money. Traditional folk music doesn't pay as much as you thought it would, Stephen. It's a misconception that... I do feel a little reliant on Stephen Mainprize because I feel as if he is very much a go-to person who could really help us. It would be a shame if we didn't hear from them again. He seemed pretty interested and I'm sure he'll get back in the forms of time. But meanwhile, while we're waiting for that, I can still do a bit of investigating myself. Interesting things that we learned, other than the unfortunate death of David Cooper, was that Lindsay Watson, who I assumed obviously was a girl, no, Lindsay Watson is a boy. Or was a boy. And therefore I would have thought would be easier than a girl to track down. Because obviously with things like Facebook, it's easier to track men down because they don't change their names as readily. Traditionally, I mean, obviously when you get married, women are more likely to change their name. But having said that, I did search for Lindsay Watson, Scarborough, and I found nothing. I then did a search for David Cooper, Scarborough, thinking maybe that something would come up. Maybe a news report about how he died or something like that. But again, nothing. So I went on to a... You know, because when people die... Obviously, people put in remarks, don't they, in the paper? A sort of a mini obituary thing, maybe to announce when the funeral's being held, and also just to tell people that their loved one has died. That's generally how it works. And I thought, well, newspapers tend to archive themselves online now. So I went to the Scarborough News online archive site, which is the newspaper for Scarborough, Scarborough Evening News, and found their obituaries page. And it said, type in first and second name. So I did. David Cooper, and there was one result. Hence, why today's dollop is called the one and only David Cooper. He died in 2004, and this was published on the 18th of November 2004, or maybe that's when he died. And it says, Sending lots of love and big hugs, missing your cheery smile, always in our thoughts. And that's been sent by Janet, Christine, Joanne, and families. So not too much to go on. We know he died in 2004 doesn't say how old he is or anything like that if he said how old he was if he died in 2004 he should have died when he was 10 in 1971 44 i assume about 44 maybe 45 
He's obviously a granddad in that time, but the age would have been very helpful. But alas, it wasn't provided. And quite understandably, these people were grieving and they weren't leaving clues for a, a weirdo 12 years in the future on a blog. I was hoping if it was that David Cooper that I might recognise more names. Audrey, maybe there'd be an Audrey, maybe there'd be a Ken. His dad, was his dad called Ken? Is it the same one? Is it the same David Cooper? If the real-to-real player belongs to David Cooper, it, chances are he's got a dad called Ken. So where was Ken? Maybe it's the wrong person. Then again, there was only three names, and it did say and families. Chances are that was his sons and daughters who left that message in the newspaper. Bit sad reading that, obviously, because I didn't expect this to, you know, I thought that maybe some of the older people would have died. You know, I thought Nana, very likely that she would have died if she was, even if she was 60 in that recording, she likely to have been older. She'd be over 100 now, so chances are she would have died and I was prepared for that, but I wasn't prepared for one of the younger ones to have died. I was a bit disappointed that there wasn't a Ken there, but at the same time, a little bit relieved because I, I didn't want David Cooper to be the main character. It'd be nice if the person whose voice that was on the recording was still alive, obviously, and we could speak to him maybe in the future. Anyway, this next bit might come across as a little bit... I decided out of interest on the obituaries page to do a search for Ken Cooper. And again, one result came up, and this is what it said. Cooper Kenneth George Ken passed away peacefully at home on the 6th of August 2013. Aged 82. Partner of Kathleen, father to Jacqueline, and the late David. And the late David. 